Morning, Los Angeles. Hope you got your flu shot. Reports in five states that a strange virus is going around, so if you're not feeling well, go home, take care of yourself. Iced tea tonight, not coffee, because this is brand sprinkin' fresh right after the episode. I'm still not sure what I watched. Wow. <clears throat> Welcome to another Mindless Drivel with Scott and Sarah, our Fear the Walking Dead series, as we review each episode. And literally just got done watching episode five, uh, which is titled Cobalt, and I think that was the penum, penumulant Penultimate? That's a big word. Penultimate. I went to college. I was educated. Yeah. Penultimate episode of Fear the Walking Dead. So it means uh, the next one is apparently the wrap-up for the first season. Um, I don't know if a lot... It was kind of a chaotic episode. I mean, we kind of jumped around uh, all the different characters to find out what they're up to, but... Uh, why don't you give us a recap of where we were, like, end of last episode, just so I'm not the only one talking on this like I usually am. <laughs> I just want to sit here and stare at you and yeah. watch you talk. Um, yeah, I, I'm still not sure exactly what I saw. Daniel Daniel threw me for a loop there. Um, well, so do I. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Just give me a second to process. Yeah. Well, as we saw last uh, episode, we ended with um, essentially them taking away Nick and Yep, uh, Nick and, and Griselda. Griselda went to the hospital, um, which apparently they had set up. <coughs> pardon me, in a in a college, and uh, they had originally told Daniel that he could go, but when the soldiers came with the uh, knock and grab, they said nope, and they took Nick instead. Yeah. Well, this is the episode where we find out where Griselda and Nick ended up. Yeah, and, um, and, uh, and Daniel finds out, too, eventually. We'll get into that in a bit. Um, <laughs> that was a little shocking, but not unexpected. I really didn't think they'd kind of go that whole route. But uh, well, starting out, obviously, uh, you know, people are distraught over all that. And, you know, Chris is like, why the fuck did my mom just get up and go in a truck and... Not even say goodbye. Uh, and, of course, everyone's trying to assure him. He's like, oh, she's just trying to go help. And, um, you know, Travis is... Madison tries to kind of interject, and Chris is like, you know, I, thanks for your advice, but stay the fuck out of my family type stuff. Um, and, you know, Travis pulls him aside and tries to school him on his manners, and he's just like, fuck that, go be with your own... You know, go be with your family, essentially. And Ophelia... <laughs> And Ophelia is uh, losing losing her shit. She's down at the fence, chucking bottles at the fence, yeah. trying to egg on the army men. Where's my mother? I want her back. Yeah, and, and, and you can't blame the girl, but no, no. yeah, that's. Uh, well, she's a little bit of an activist, you know. Activity she's, that's about to get you shot. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not a good thing. And we get to hear more from Lieutenant du- Douche Nozzle um, as Travis tries to go and defuse the situation, and and we find out he's even kind of more of a douche nozzle. Um, than previously even expected because he he literally says something to the effect of like you know I can do anything I've got fucking guns yeah well you like, said I I've got a twelve inch I want to go see the doctor yeah. well you can't go see the doctr well let's go see her well you just said we couldn't yeah. well I can do anything I want I've got yeah guns. I've got the guns like, yeah. look at it here you know and uh, you know he talks about trying to 
uh, you know, he remarks about how many walkers they've killed at one point. They 83. 83 or something. His company record, and, you know, he's trying to keep the his troops, you know. They're, they're all kids that just want to go home. Yeah, and, and it doesn't sound like he's... And one of them at one point says, I'm not doing this anyway, and walks away. We see him later on with a big black eye. Yeah. And the question was posed as to what happened. He said, temporarily lack, lack of patriotism. Of patriotism, yeah. So, yeah, he got, got so, the snot smacked out so of him. So, Lieutenant Douchebag is... Like, I don't know, I prefer Sergeant Shithead. Sergeant but, you know. Shithead is nice, yeah. <laughs> Moyles, I think, is his name. <laughs> anyway, um... But backtracking a little bit, we've, uh, yeah, Daniel uh, kind of goes, we, we've been speculating all season, you know, about Daniel's past, and uh, I'm fidgeting, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, we get to hear a little bit more about it, uh, you know, last episode he gave Madison the, the story about the men coming and taking people away in trucks and then you know, the only way they ever came back was floating by in when the river. When they floated down the river, yeah. Well, this episode, um, suddenly, it was very kind of, it almost like there was pieces of the friggin' show missing. Uh, just like, and the commercial breaks, they'd come back and it'd be like in a completely different, you know, thing Isn't going that or you on. had an extended blink because but that might I have followed been it. Too. Yeah, I don't but, know. Uh, <laughs> um, but at one point, we, we find out that Daniel and um, Ophelia have... Uh, have the the, have the soldier boy that Ophelia was having a relation him. with the late relationship <laughs> with decided to in order to not get her shot walk her home. Yeah, and, and uh, they she collected him. Yeah, <laughs> decided to tie him to a chair, and uh, Daniel's uh, gonna find out where his wife and and Nick is, and um, apparently he's going to torture the poor boy to do so. Mm-hmm. And uh, no one's going to really talk him out of that. Even though the guy's like, here, I'll tell you everything. You know, put that fucking razor away. And Daniel's like, you know, that's just not, not the way this is going to go down. No. Yes, I uh, promised my daughter I wouldn't hurt you. But yeah, I, that's I lied. not going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you so a basically lot. basically he flayed his arm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, first see. layer only because that has a less amount of nerves. Yeah, so we got the good And either keep talking or I'm going to go to the next layer and mm. it's really going to suck. Which, yeah, uh, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around that. Yeah, and, and Daniel essentially tells him he's like, you know, when I was, you know, we were going through this war shit in El Salvador, uh, they took me into a room and basically gave me a choice to either be the one sitting the where man you in the are chair or the man, or the the man with the blade. And apparently, uh, Daniel chose the man with the blade, and he's rather good with it because it seems like he had his little. You know, I don't know if that was for shaving or that was his designated torture box. <laughs> he used a nice straight razor on him, but it looked like there were some other fun tools in there, too. Uh, as there always should be with a good torture box. You know, you never don't want to limit yourself to, to one implement of destruction. No, you've got to have so more I've than one told, toy to play with. Yeah, you know, because, you know, they, some people get used to the straight razor and be like, fucking come at me, bro. And then you got to break out, like, the pliers or the power drill. <laughs> Yes, I've watched too many evil movies. Uh, You're a sick, <laughs> sick man. But so Daniel uh, clearly gets the information he, he wants. Yeah, what is cobalt? Um, yeah, which is the the title of the episode. So obviously, we're supposed to wonder. Well, what does this mean? And it sounds like a very that sounds like something the military would you know. I don't know. I'm a girl. Cobalt to me is a pretty shade of blue. Right, but <laughs> it, no, it sounds like something the military would name. You know, Operation Pretty Blue. You know, some uh, some kind of mission. They always have to have some kind of name for stuff. 
Uh, Cobalt basically is Operation Get the Fuck Out of Dodge. Yeah, as I, I'd like to say, I called a couple things right. that happened so, yeah, in this. Yeah, you get uh, the cookie and the gold star. Yeah, in, in this episode, Gr- Griselda near the end of the episode does shuffle loose the mortal coil, and um, what's her name, Liza, uh, has to be the one to to put her down in the in the clinic. And they use I, I just found this amusing in a sick sort of way that they use the same. The bolt gun. The from bolt the... gun from No Country with Old Men um, that uh, Chigara used in that to murder people. Um, whatever. Yeah, obscure Coen Brothers reference. Sorry about that. And, um, <coughs> well, uh, obviously, eventually Ophelia comes home and, and finds out that uh, Dad's been cutting on the boyfriend. And she's pretty upset. And then Travis comes home. Madison finds out, too, but she's more like... At first she's disgusted, and then she's like, well, did he tell us what we need to know? And, you know, so Madison's gone full realist and is like, well, you know, sometimes you, you got to break those eggs deal. to make an omelet. <laughs> and she's all about getting Nick back. Uh, Travis is, uh, is a little pissed. Uh, well, first, Travis gets an interesting little uh, sidetrack. A little field with, trip. Yeah, with, uh, as they're taking him to the clinic, supposedly, they have to do a little detour and clear out so well they they stop to to shoot this one walker in a store and and uh, sergeant travis is all good you know he's 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 gonna do it and i really think he's gonna do it and then he looks at her eyes well sergeant shithead makes him and then he arrow he, he kind of scans down and sees that she's still wearing her name tag <laughs> yeah this particular infected dead girl is named kimberly yeah. And Travis can't do it. And Sergeant Sidhat's trying to get him to snipe her with you Yeah, know. and he's all right, yeah, never mind, I can't do it. I, I thought it was a good zoo with the other soldier, open your mouth, you could blow a retina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all it's a fifty them. caliber gun, so yeah, open your mouth yeah. with the prefer different pressure differential. So which you know I was just waiting for the eyepiece to come back and knock him in the head because he was yeah. a little close to the scope. Yeah, it's really not, you know, you, you got to wonder the, the logic behind pulling civilians in to use high-tech military equipment, but whatever, you know, the rules are kind of out the window at this point. And Sergeant just, should have had to... He had was to, just showing off that his gun is bigger than Yeah, Travis's. Sergeant should have had to, had to, you know, whip out his two-inch cock and, you know, <laughs> make people believe it was eight. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, anywho, bring it back. Travis couldn't do it, um, so you know Sergeant Shithead took care of the job. Later on in the field trip, uh, they have to go try to rescue another squad, and you know they all go in gung ho, full military tactical. Nine of them go and two come back. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Sergeant Shithead didn't come did back. Not come did back. He? So, Travis is going. Where's Moyles? Because he got tied up. Yeah, well, where's Moyles? He's not he's, coming back. He got tied up with so, his own intestines, probably. Moyles apparently got eaten, and we didn't get to see it, which is kind no, of disappointing. I'm rather disappointed. You I always want to see the assholes eaten in these shows. Yeah, that's I, the, the one thing we look forward to. Kind of wanted to see his face get eaten. Yeah, but, um, you know, denied. Uh, but they got to be saving because I was looking forward i'm like all oh, right we're finally gonna get to see some military against the walkers action and no we get to all hear it off on the radio. screen man so they either didn't budget a lot for this or they hopefully saving it up for the last episode because we've had a really big lack of intestines and brains and shit on this show i'm a little upset about you know because that's that's what we're here for um Meanwhile, also... I'm here for the story. Well, the story is cool, too. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, um, what's her name? Alicia and Chris are kind of off doing their own thing. And they, they go into an abandoned rich person's house and are just kind of... Alicia's... Alicia's know, trying to dress and, up. Yeah. And, and, and Chris has got just, the little 
radio Control, helicopter. Yeah, and, and eventually they the, just kind of rave against it and, and end up wrecking the house. These guys are having the childhood that we should have had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but it so, was fun, so. Yeah, uh, man, you know, I would... I would probably do that. Little in the beanie and, and followed with some destruction. Mm-hmm. So you know, I figured they were just going to kind of go for oh, it's sexy time for Chris and Alicia. That's disgusting. Oh, whatever. It's going to happen probably. Though. They're siblings. They're step siblings at best. It's still gross. I agree, it's gross, but it's going to happen. That's no, it is not. Things. All right, who's been like a hundred percent right with predictions so far? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no. I do not like the way your brain works, sir. <laughs> uh, but also... Um, I think I will be leaving this podcast momentarily. <laughs> uh, so back back at the ranch, uh, the torture ranch, um, yeah, Madison's cool with it. Travis comes home is very much not cool with it, obviously, but... Uh, I'm going to go get Liz back and Nick. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. And I'm going to go get Liz and Nick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Madison has to remind him of her son. Um, I'm not sure what the what the deal is. Nick is locked in a cell in the holding compound with I don't know who this man is. I didn't catch a name. I don't nah. know if they gave a name. Um, but we meet him and he's talking to Doug and he he's was like talking trying, to Doug and gradually driving, driving poor Doug to fucking suicide. Yeah, <laughs> Doug was already tottering on the edge when they took him to this compound yeah. to take him away from society. And now this guy is talking about insurance and fire and famine and flood and you can insure against all that. And does your wife that, still look as good as she does And does your wife still this, look as good? Because, you, know, you know, she's going to need somebody to help her through this and I'm just that guy. I'm like, Ew. Yeah, he was kind of really portrayed as a douchebag, but then later he he basically saves Nick. The military is going around taking people's temperature and, and anyone over 98.6 at this point is getting Has dragged to to down the to the clinic. Yeah. And so they go, Nick's got a, a fever suddenly. Which does not bode well for him. Well, he's also withdrawing now. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. still in some more. And um, so they try to drag him away, and, and Mr. Benefactor, their you know, insurance guy, uh, bribes the guard to uh, to let him keep him. And and I think this this guy has apparently seen in Nick the same thing I said, that Nick is a junkie, man. He, he will be like the survivor You were the of guy this. of necessity, yep. Yeah, you were the guy who fucking figure this shit out, because you'll just be... You know, if anything, you'll be the greatest pharmacy raider that I can have with me. <laughs> you know, you'll be, you'll know where all the the drugs are. And he, and he opened up his hand and he said, I've, I've, "I'll need you when I make my move." And I'm not sure. Small screen. I think he had keys in his hand. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe he even bribed you know the guard for like, because he obviously he he knows that. But he just bought Nick for diamond cufflinks. Yeah. So, you so. Know? <laughs> Um, the the good line is is Nick is is retching into a homemade bowl of tinfoil. Um, he's because everybody's all crowded together. As I I was really hoping that we would have something that would dissuade the smell of urine. And thank you, yes, you've, you've done this you've because done now we all get to us. smell vomit. So kitty relocation there for a second. Um, but the other thing I said last week, which apparently has come to fruition, is that the the army is bugging out. Yep. And uh, cobalt is the. Uh, is the, the code name for everybody. For role. essentially, we're abandoning the civilian populace. Best of luck to you. And they're going to apparently euthanize yeah, everyone. And that is the, uh, the conditions in Cobalt is the humane disposition of apparently the people at the uh, 
in the detention yeah, center. Yeah, which I, I originally thought they meant, like, everybody in the town, because I've been saying that someone's going to eventually, like, have to nuke Los Angeles or something. Um, and the, the soldier also, as he was giving this, he was telling a story about how they had, like, 2,000 people in a stadium or something, was it? And they couldn't tell the infected from <clears throat> the A stampede not, started and people so started they just dying and turning. everybody and, yeah. into the into the arena and locked the doors. And the last scene Closing tonight was... The scene is Daniel climbing the stairs to go into the arena, and the doors are banging just, and bulging, yeah, and, and there's growling. and. So there's about 2,000 walkers in there just aching to get out and start yeah, munching and on no a town. no fence between us no. and them, so... So that that's I'm sure that won't come into play. I'm sure those no, doors will not get just, open. Those doors will no, never open. Never. They're, they're going to hold. They're completely safe. Yeah, that that two inch chain is going to yeah. do well for eternity. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it looks like loads of fun uh, getting ready to be unleashed fun on the be town had by everyone. <laughs> very next very episode. soon. Um, so wow, I, a lot happened in this episode because um, it kind of had to there. They're at the end of the end of the line here. I, I foresee like I don't know if I mean it's already been renewed, so I think we're gonna see we're gonna see a little road movie. We're gonna see like Daniel probably coming in bl- guns blazing or something to try to rescue Griselda, who is no longer rescuable, unfortunately. Um, but I think Nick is gonna break off with this other guy, and they're gonna escape together, and we're gonna get a, like a Nick and insurance guy road movie for you know the next episode or next season, which I'm all fine. I I, I didn't like the guy at first, but I, I kind of warmed up to him when he was dealing with Nick because he's a pragmatist. He's like this you know junky dude is gonna gonna be resourceful. <laughs> didn't you have a professor say something about if you were on a desert island who would you have with yeah, you? Yeah, no, it was uh it was my it was someone when I was interning for the drug rehab place that I interned at for my degree. Um yeah, one of the counselors there um he did an activity yeah and and asked the the clients, you know, if you could have one person with you, take one person with you to a desert island with you, you know, who would it be that would most likely help you survive there? And, you know, the expected answers are, you know, doctor, you know, carpenter, they build shit, you know, build a raft, whatever. And his point was like, I'd take a junkie with me because they would, you know, they would be off that island in one day to get back to their drug. And I think that's this guy's thinking. Uh, and this guy actually reminds me of that counselor a little well, you bit. Give so. a stoner a bag of weed and nothing to smoke out of, and suddenly yeah, the guy you know, would... you'd have a coconut bong within yeah. within an hour. <laughs> so yeah, there is some. Uh, I guess there's some. I still am upset to that his... we uh, Tobias doesn't come out of the fucking woodwork next. Next, uh, Tobias will like come in. Tobias is gonna. Tobias come will come in with like Rambo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll be like zombie killer. Uh, yeah, a number one in the next episode, and probably save the whole Clark and Salazar family. Um, I'm thinking they're gonna have to knock off at least one more of the the the, the main cast in the next one. So, what what's your call on that? I don't know. I don't think so. I'd be sad to see Nick go because you know he's hung on this long. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think they'll write him out because I mean they're kind of positioning him as one of the main characters, and and most likely to you know from most people's point of view, probably most likely to be dead. You it's going to be the Nick and Rick show. Yeah, at he, the very yeah. end, <laughs> he's going to find his Nick way from LA, LA know. to Atlanta. Yeah, and yeah, uh, it could be, could be. Um, I think Daniel will probably survive. I don't know about Ophelia. 
Maybe Daniel will go and Ophelia will hook up with the Clarks, but Daniel's obviously kind of the more interesting character at this point because we know more about him. We don't really know jack shit about Ophelia. Um, except, you know, she <laughs> she shouldn't bring home men to dad, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, keep him right away from home. He's, he's one of those dads, apparently, that, you know, will not only try to to intimidate uh, his daughter's boyfriends, but will also, also torture them. them. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's he, a know, tough sell. Told him what uh, he wanted that's to a know. tough sell on prom night when you have to pick her up. Um, so yeah, I don't know as far as dead predictions. I I, I have none. Do, I'm Chris. just kind of enjoying the ride. Yeah, and I and I'm actually invested. I we never got to know Mrs. Salazar enough to friggin' care about her really, unfortunately. And I knew she was going to be the first one as soon as she got her foot crushed. And she she did. They nice... did try to save her though. The hospital they they took they took her foot and they gave her medication, but she said it had been too long and she had gone into septic shock. And... Well, and she I think she had I think it hinted that she was kind of a party to you know, D- Daniel. Obviously, had she, committed some atrocities. Yeah, her her deathbed confession. Of, of I did what I had to do. Yeah, I loved to, who I loved. Take my flesh one piece at a time. If this is my penance, then yeah. Yeah, she was. She knew what Daniel had done. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and that's a, he had a little is... breakdown too. He's like, this was necessary, you know, during the war, you know, and it's necessary now to survive. And he's obviously torn up over that, but he's decided to. Place his scruples. He, he did the dad speech, you know, just before he gave the spanking. This is going to hurt me as much as it hurts you. Yeah. He sat next to the much guy. And said like, the, the guy with the blade suffers people. as much yeah. as the guy yeah. in the and chair. The, the guy in the chair no, is being like, "Fuck so you." Yeah. Fuck you. It <laughs> no, does. I'm pretty sure that yeah, this. Give hurts me that anymore. blade for a second. That'll yeah. make it hurt as much. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's it's the end is coming next week. Um, and it's something the army I've is got, bugging out. Yep, I've got no, I've got no predictions, but other than I'm pretty sure that that arena door is going to come flying open at some point. Yeah, and and, and then it's going to get ugly, kids. Yeah, but, Clarks uh, and Salazar should have should have made a quicker beeline to the desert. Well, right they would have if the uh, next door neighbor hadn't topped herself. Yep. <laughs> it all comes boiling. Yeah. So uh, still enjoyable though, uh, I think. And looking forward to the last one. And uh, holy shit, I don't know. Should be, should be a hoot. <laughs> should be fun time to be had by all. And then the regular Walking Dead is back soon after that. So. Yeah, and somebody else on this network does Walking Dead Wednesdays. So be sure to give a listen. That's to that. right. Yeah, which I'm not sure if they've been keeping up on that, but I'm well, sure there was the nothing season, to do because the you know they over. do the yeah they do the comics and old episodes though. Oh. So. I think they do like because I did one once with Chris. Um, I filled in, I think, but or something. I know we but did some kind of Walking Dead. Review. That's okay. So find it on this and all those other two True Freaks networks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm thinking that that's probably it. And we should be having a, uh, a regular episode of Mindless Drivel coming out soon when I can nail her down to do our Halloween show. So now it's out there. We have to do one somehow. So. All right. Trick or treat. I'm going to be the popular person. I'm going to put a bushel basket of toilet paper on the front porch and let the kids have at it. Ah, there you go. <laughs> we have enough spare toilet paper to do that. So Yes, we do. I don't know. We've never done really Halloween around here. I don't never get a doorbell ring. So 
mostly college-age kids and older folk like us on the streets. I don't know if it's a real big Halloween thing, you know. Particularly with the crack houses around the corner. Just don't I don't know. know. That's I a real think big we should do adult draw. trick or treating and go door to door. Give me wine. Yeah, I'm game with that. Absolutely, we need to come up with some good costumes. Anyway, kids, we'll see you next time on Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah. See you later. Bye bye. Dad, get your flu shots. Bye now. You have been listening to Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah. Please return your brains to their original upright position and exit to the left of the podcast. If you'd like to keep us talking, throw us a topic suggestion or just say hi at mindlessdribble at yahoo.com. Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah is produced by Scott McGregor and Sarah Tonin and is part of the Two True Freaks podcasting network. No animals, children, or little old ladies were harmed in the production of this podcast. However, male co-hosts are subject to mild violence and excessive snarky criticism. Bye-bye.